Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. And I'm somehow still sober. And we are talking about Bloodshot. I lied. I lied. I lied. I'm not sober. Well, <laughs> I couldn't okay. lie. My mom listens to this. Oh, I'm glad. Because honesty is always the key, no matter what the situation. But Happy Mother's Day, Mom. I'm drunk. A little late. But I mean, better late than never, I suppose. Unless you're wishing her for next year. Yep. I'm yep. trying to get ahead of the curve. Hey, good, good on you. What a good son. Uh, <laughs> Bloodshot, for those of you that may have forgotten, is a movie that Matt and I were going to do before the whole lockdown happened. Yep. We are going to go to theaters and see it, and now we just had to rent it on our own and watch it in our own homes. Yeah, we almost braved coronavirus to go see it, actually. <laughs> like, yeah. We got chastised super hard. And we'll let you know if it was worth it towards the end of the podcast. Oh, definitely. Uh, before we get there, there's news. There's a, a few bits of news. Comic book news is here, Alex. All right, share it. Oh, I was relying on you. No, no, no. I don't read I said I, I said I was drunk, so I need you no. to help out. Okay. Uh, there's a, a movie about a, a man. He's got an X on his chest, and it's going to come out, and he's new. X on his chest, so X-Men. Yep. The Grant yep. Morrison X-Men costumes. He's, he's newer than the old ones. He's newer. So Quentin Choir. Is maybe, I don't know. Hellion. Nope. Armor. New Mutants, baby. Release date. It happened. They're, and they're, they're committed to going to theaters with this fucking film. And we should celebrate them on having their 20th release date. Not, not many films at that <laughs> mark. <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a movie that's been moved around this much. And It, it might know, be like, a record setting. It is a movie that you and I have both wanted to see ever since the first trailer dropped. I'm still excited yeah. about it somehow. Yeah. Uh, and I, when I saw it, I was like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, New Release, yeah, that's awesome. But like August still seems a little close to me. I don't know how yeah. I think they're going to be. I don't know how comfortable I'm going to feel yeah. in August a, seems optimistic. a packed theater. And I don't think the theater is going to be packed, honestly, seeing this film, if I'm being honest. Not all now, that them. being said, there's like less than 100 cases in our county right now. I know. But it's still a weird time, you know? Yeah. So I don't, um, a movie yeah, theater yeah, seems yeah. maybe a bit much. What else do you have for us? Oh, um, uh, I've got my spleen removed. I did it myself at home. Congratulations. I it think. was not difficult. If you need to get your spleen removed, just do it yourself. A new level of quarantine boredom, I guess. Yeah, save the $400 that you're going to have to pay from your copay. Uh, but other big news, comic book related. A little book called Sweet Tooth uh, by my maybe favorite author, at least favorite current author. Jeff Lemire uh, got optioned by Netflix with Robert Downey Jr. signed on to produce big time, baby, big time. I would be more excited if I'd ever read Sweet Tooth. You know, it's the saddest book. I can't believe that I'm going to have to cry all over again about the exact same shit. It is one of the most depressing things I've ever read. Really? It's arguably the most depressing comic I've ever read. What about Mal? Mal? It's more depressing than the Holocaust. Wow. <laughs> I guess good on you, Jeff Lemire. Oh, I man. I don't know that that's accurate, though. I'm I can't wait for the sadness. Yeah. I, so I did it by, I get a record. 
So I'm transitioning to have that ready for my life. Yeah. Yeah. How to prepare to watch Sweet Tooth. Just read as much Holocaust material as you can, I guess. Great. Wonderful. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. And what I love is that Robert Knight Jr. is known for his dour, dark, <laughs> intimate dramas. Yep. So. That's, that's what he's most famous for. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Got any other comic book news to bring us down with? <laughs> I think that's all I have. There was more stuff from last week that I just forgot to record. So we're going to roll with those two bits of news because I think they're kind of the biggest in my mind. Yeah. To me. Okay. To me personally, they're the biggest. I can't argue with that. I can't argue with your personal opinion about what you it's, find big. Yep. It's my podcast, so fuck off, world. Okay. So back to Bloodshot. What you can other- email all your complaints to Alex's wife because what? she just won a bet uh, that's been going on for, what, four or five months? Yes. As of last night. So email your complaints to her. Make her deal with it. Okay. So what have you read in the Valiant Universe? bloodshot and that's it so you've read some bloodshot yeah i have uh where'd you start fantastic bloodshot series by michael shashevsky yeah 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 michael shashevsky yep is that actually Uh, his name no i think it's Dwayne like shazersky something like that no michael michael's yeah 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 you don't know anything yeah i do you're an idiot Uh, Yeah, yeah i do it was jared tolkien now, uh, so I think that's the 2012 like Valiant relaunch yes. series. Yeah, uh, I started reading a bunch of Valiant a couple months before Bloodshot came out to prepare for this, and I've probably read a couple hundred issues now of various Valiant books. And uh, I enjoy Bloodshot as a character. So, so like, real quick, real quick, explain to the people what Valiant means. What is Valiant? Valiant was. Uh, a comic book company, much like Dark Horse to Marvel and DZ, but they have their own self-contained universe uh, that has superheroes, not like traditional like capes and masks, although some did wear it, uh, capes and masks. Uh, and they picked it off for Interact, but it wasn't as expansive. Uh, I can't, I want to say they launched in the late 80s, maybe early 90s, uh, got out by another company, then they kind of disappeared, and they did a relaunch in 2012 with all their major properties. So there you have it. That was beautifully put. Uh, I oh, by the way, we're not together right now. No, yeah, we're still zooming. Broken up. Oh yeah, uh-huh. we're zooming. Yeah, I mean that too. <laughs> I don't want to get into the podcast on, on mic. Uh, <laughs> but so, like, I I don't know about you, but I did not watch a trailer for the movie ever. I never saw a single trailer. No, because Vin Diesel's in it. So why do you yeah. need? That's all you need to know about the movie. Well, and like I read the Bloodshot books, like you did. And I got I'm more excited for the film. I was like, this is a really cool character. Like, he doesn't, he, his power set's not the most, like, original, but it's fun, interesting, take enough to where, like, I, I, I would gladly watch a movie of this guy. But then I saw the movie. And uh, <laughs> I don't know how you feel. I've never liked Vin Diesel. Uh, he, in my opinion, he can't act at all. Uh, he just wouldn't the entire time. And in this film particularly, he looked so bulked up on steroids that he looked like he belonged in like that 20th movie Freaks uh, to be like the, the, the sideshow strongman. I've got I've got a note here that he is the slowest soldier that I have ever seen. If you've watched John Wick or 
shit, let's say you've even watched a shitty John Cena movie. They're at least like whipping yeah. around real fast. I feel like his training was just eating Hot Pockets and Doritos. Well, and we're going to get a little backstory before we get into it. Uh, Bloodshot uh, or Ray Garrison, Garson Garrison. Uh, sure, who cares? Was a soldier who was kidnapped and watched his wife die, and then he died, and then he got brought back to life by this company that gave him the abil- these abilities. And then he goes on a mission to like get revenge and kill for them and all that. Like that's, that's the long and short of it without going to the twist and all that. Uh, oh, we're going to get to the twist. We will. Uh, but like what kills me is it started off super slow, but I actually enjoyed the kidnapping scene when Toby Kevill dances to, to psycho killer. Like, I, Oh, that's I enjoyed, great. I thought yeah. that was fantastic, but I want to back up for a second though. Yeah. Because Vin Diesel goes on this big mission, uh, the slowest mission of all time. Yeah. I well, feel like people enter did. rooms and let him then point his gun and then shoot them. Yes. Do you remember? But, he pulled the Bugs Bunny. Hey, what's over there? And then the guy goes <laughs> over there and then pulls him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's like a, an eight-year-old playing a first-person shooter for the first time that needs the extra who's playing yeah. a game on easy yes. and is like zooming very slowly. <laughs> over. Um, so he gets back from his training mission and his wife picks him up from the army base. There are no other wives there. No, it's just his wife. Yeah. And you know what he does immediately? Do you remember? No, he takes, I, off his uniform. he takes off his shirt to reveal the first of eight different tank tops that he wears in this movie. <laughs> Uh, immediately it was ridiculous so but like what i mean sorry it was awesome uh but like so whenever like he gets his abilities like they cut his hand and then we see like the nanites repairing and we zoom in i was like oh that's kind of cool but beyond that we never get a real explanation of what his abilities are ever i think aside from like a self-healing um so okay so keep go go back a little bit because you've skipped ahead uh, which part do you why, want to go? Why does he have abilities? Uh, because he was brought back to life by this corporation because nobody claimed his body. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then so, what did they do to his body? Did they like touch his butthole? I don't think so. I think they just injected it with nanites. Okay. What are nanites? What do they do? Well, in the film, we just know that they self-repair wounds. Uh, but in the so comics, his only superpower is that he heals. He's like Wolverine, but yeah. without the claws. Well, and there wasn't one thing where like he was like accessing the computer databases, stuff like that too. But like in the comics, like as you know, he he can have control over like all like electronic and, and computer mm-hmm. systems in general, whether you're near to him or far to him. Like, but that was never like once exercised like after that at all. Yeah, it's not really explained well. No, and even in, like in the comics, his like amazing repairing and healing abilities. He's supposed to eat like a ton of meat to like keep that up and like sustain like raw meat to like sustain them. That would yeah. be awesome to have. Cause like at one point in the comics, I believe he literally goes and devours a cow because he kills it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Devours a cow because he has to do that. He can repair himself. He's got to consume, which by the way, I think that's a ridiculous thing in the comics that he has to consume as much as he does. Yes. But I would uh, love so- it for this film. 
Uh, it would have been. It would have made this film so much better. Honestly, it really, really, truly would have. Uh, this film was directed by Dave Wilson. This was his first uh, major feature film. First uh, and last major feature film for Dave Wilson. R.I.P. His background was in. Uh, I want to say uh, in video Accounting? games. Accounting. Well, his name's like, Dave Wilson. Videos. Which his is where Tim is Dave Miller Wilson. came from. His name yeah. is Dave Wilson. He definitely worked in accounting somewhere before Probably. this. Uh, Stop so, interrupting me. We're on Zoom. Listen, you don't talk, Alex. It's only me. It's the okay. Matt show. Okay. I haven't Matt said show. my name yet. I'm Matt Golden. I've got three things to say, and I've already also, said them. Spoilers show. for Bloodshot. <laughs> Ooh, that's one of the yeah. latest ones we've ever done. Great yeah. job. So, Nailed it. There's also a team of people at this... Uh, secret organization that you don't care about at all. Uh, Why not? They all have various abilities that aren't as good as bloodshots. Okay, so uh, who are these people? Explain them to me. Uh, one of them is, uh, I can't pronounce her name all that well, uh, Isaac Gonzalez, Isaac Gonzalez uh, from Baby Driver. Uh, she is the pseudo love interest, but also like the anchor for him that keeps bringing him back uh, to the base. Uh, she can breathe underwater. Uh, uh, she also practices martial arts underwater for some reason at the slowest pace that you've ever seen anybody practice martial arts. We have. I don't think there's a point to it. Uh, Sam Hewen, Hewen, I can't pronounce his name all that well. Uh, he plays another one of the soldiers, Jimmy Darbin, Darbin, something like that. Uh, he's best known for playing the male lead in Outlander. Uh, who, oh, and we have Guy Pierce, who plays the head of the organization as well. So they got the star from the Showtime show Outlander. Uh, star show, yeah. Star show, Nelly, Outlander. yeah. And he is—he agreed to do this. He is great. Do you know if he is very safe? Oh, and I forgot that we have a uh, Lamont Morris from New Girl. Yes. So are these people okay? Do we know that they are not in captivity? Did they? <laughs> are they compensated for their work? I don't know. Okay, I will say this. Uh, I think the biggest flaw in the film was actually Ben Diesel himself. I thought Guy Oh, Pierce's, without a doubt. I thought Guy Pierce's performance was good. I thought uh, Isaac Gonzalez was good. I said uh, Ewan was a little wooden. But I thought Lamont Morris was a lot of fun. He was probably the best part of the film overall. Toby Kebbell was fun as the initial villain. Like, they were all good. But Ben Diesel was just so wooden. And, like, it, it, it was like they were just looking into a mirror practicing their monologue every time they had to act against him. Okay. How much do you think this movie costs to make? Cause I just pulled it up. I want to say, I think I already know. I think I want to say it's 46 or 48 million. $45 million. You want to know how much it grossed? Not a lot. Total. Uh, it lost $17 million. However, it's run with cut short because of the coronavirus. Uh, and it went straight to home video which we saw Trolls World Tour make bank on that. So I'm curious to see if this had any of that same effect as well. Oh, yeah. We talked about that last time, right? And how <laughs> Universal's now boycotted all real yeah. theaters. So, yeah. Uh, I thought... So I don't know if this almost did or if it'll get a sequel or continue the Valiant Universe or not. But just Vin Diesel was just such a bad choice for Bloodshot. Okay. Here's a big twist, too. Uh, and this is a twist in the comics. It says... At first, I didn't think they were going to do this. Because I love this in the comic, but they do it eventually. The memories of his wife getting killed, those were all false implanted memories. Yep. Uh, they did that to motivate him to kill who they wanted, and they superimposed the next target 
uh, as the person who killed his wife. Like, I like that twist a lot. And so you just go through the same, like, memento uh, thing over and over again. Uh, so I, uh, or like Eternal Sunshine type thing over and over again. So I, I like that. I think they kept that in. But what killed me is he goes through the emotional turn- turmoil, like testing his abilities. He tests his strength by punching this concrete pillar, uh, <laughs> a load-bearing pillar. So does that mean that they have to replace a load-bearing pillar every before every time uh, they, they wake him up because he goes to that and destroys it every single time? I think they just uh, make it seem like it's a load-bearing pillar. Like it's like a like you went to like Universal Studios and you like check that one thing and then like it seems like the room's caving in on you. I think that's what that pillar is. Okay. And they uh, just go and reconstruct it. Yeah, that's, pro- that's probably it. That, that makes the most sense. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about this movie makes any sense at all. And the thing is like, I don't think the screenplay, I, I think the screenplay was probably terribly average at best. But I think it would have been so much more enjoyable as just like a lower budget action flick if it had been anyone but Vin Diesel. Why do, are we still hiring him as the leading man? In, I don't know. It's kind like, of a stupid Fast and Furious franchise. Which, okay, this I'll, would have been a solid like B, B-minus movie without yeah. Vin Diesel. His acting, or lack thereof, uh, inspires absolutely no feelings in me. Well, and like I was thinking... There's back, a love story that I completely oh, I could not it, yeah. care less about. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking back to like, we watched Polar on Netflix which is a B action flick based on a comic uh, with Matt Mickelson, but it was enjoyable because Matt, Matt Mickelson was enjoyable. At some point we're going to do extraction because that's based off the Joe Russo comic, which stars Chris Hemsworth. And I haven't seen it, but I guarantee it'll be more enjoyable because Chris Hemsworth actually has charisma over Vin Diesel. <laughs> uh, wait, are you trying to tell me that somebody has more charisma than Vin Diesel? Bullshit. Yeah. I it, call bullshit. It, it, it's a real shock. So I don't know. It's he looked like some he looked like a Mr. Potato Head that like it got squished on the line, but for some reason they just sent it through to some poor kid. Uh, <laughs> and killing off the film is really two things. They never call him Bloodshot a single time. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> Bloodshot's never referenced in the movie. They, they never, never call a bloodshot. Yeah, not a single time in the film. I don't know. It could have been so easy. You're, here's your organization. You've been revived. Your codename bloodshot. Done. Like, that, that's who you are. That's a throwaway line, too. Yeah. That is, that is like, nothing. Also, they didn't make him look like bloodshot at all. No. Bloodshot I've got is, that as a note, too. Yeah, bloodshot they is did dark one white. time. Uh, yeah, with like the powder in the air. Yeah, because he burns up when he uses powers too much. But he's stark white with a big red symbol always on his chest and like mm-hmm. bl- red bloodshot eyes and black hair to contrast the white around him as well. Uh, okay, so I pulled up I pulled up the IMDb. He is Ray Garrison slash bloodshot, but they never once say that his name. No, not a single time. Uh, could you imagine... Like, if you watch, like, Captain America and they just called him Steve the whole time. <laughs> oh, Steve. yeah, he's 
It's Steven. It's Steve. my friend Steven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be gold. Yeah. It's the entire time. Daniels versus Steve. Just a great final battle. Hey, that- pause. Okay. I will pause. Sorry. The- and now we're unpaused. Our transitions cannot be near as smooth due to the coronavirus, which is heartbreaking to everyone I know. Okay. But we've said plenty of not so great things about this film. What did you actually enjoy about this film? Um, I like that in like two or three years from now, I'll be able to rewatch this movie and just laugh the whole time, constantly. I guess that's fair. The dialogue is bad. Oh my God. So I I actually wrote down some dialogue. Okay. Uh, And tell me that this doesn't happen in every redemption, like in every cheesy redemption story in a movie. Uh, but somebody asks uh, the the leading lady, she goes, they go, what are you doing? And she goes, what I should have done a long time ago. Yeah. Tell me there yeah. is not a more iconic line. I, I've actually never heard that before, and I was really moved. <laughs> Do you really uh, want to rewatch this movie now? I did like for like an origin film for a new franchise that it was less than two hours long. So I appreciated that. Can you uh, imagine a cut of this film that's over two hours? Uh, no, I cannot at all. Yeah, no, of uh, course probably because I didn't shoot that much footage. Um, <laughs> so, so what about you though? What do you? I did enjoy like I like you mentioned earlier. I did enjoy the performances of Guy Pierce and uh, Ethan Gonzalez and Toby Campbell. I think they did a good job. Uh, actually, I thought the visual effects were really strong in this movie. Especially for a movie with only a $45 million budget. I thought the visual effects were really good. Uh, yeah, I'll give it that. For only $45 million, I mean, there's some decent cinematography shots here. Yeah. It's not, it's not horrible. But if, if I'm talking about an action movie and the only thing I can talk about is the cinematography. Yeah, some of the <laughs> fight scenes were good and some were just really dull and poorly edited. I don't know. It's really inconsistent. Uh by poorly edited, I think that you mean that Vin Diesel was in them. Those poor editors were doing everything that they could. That's true. In fact, I think no matter what our final rating is, I think Eva Rings would get a two-point bump if it was anybody else but Vin Diesel playing. Oh, at least, yeah. You could have kept everything else the same. Yeah, I agree. But just the that fact does. that I had to watch that man for reasons. Yeah. What was the last Vin Diesel movie you saw, Alex? Can you tell me what that I mean, was? Obviously, you can't count Guardians, I would say. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. The last so, movie where you saw Vin Diesel as a human being. I don't know. I mean, I don't watch Fast and Furious movies. Uh, so probably the second Riddick film, which I think is the only, there's only two, I think. So maybe that one. What about you? I think the last one I saw was Fast and Furious 1. I don't even know if I watched the second one. Yeah. I, I'll, oh, let's I, say I did. Let's say the last film I watched with Vin Diesel in it was Fast and Furious 2. Okay. You think he's going to take a serious dramatic turn later in life like uh, Sandler did? Yeah, probably. I see him going <laughs> to Paul Rudd and just being the new Tom Hanks. <laughs> oh, let's talk about that for the next 25 minutes. Who's the next Tom Hanks? Because it's Rudd. not Paul Rudd. It's, it's nope. Paul Rudd. Nope. Okay, I will stay within that comedy trio 
And then the next natural order is, of course, Michael Ian Black. <laughs> the, um, deal. Agreed. You and I both love us okay. Michael Ian Black. Do you have anything else that you, you want to say about Bloodshot? Uh, my mom said, if I can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Okay. So on that note, what is your rating on this film? Oh, man. What's the lowest rating I've ever had? Do you know? No. I'm pretty sure I've ranked something negative before, and you told me I couldn't do that. Probably. Uh, so I'll give it a one. Okay. This was so bad and so dumb that within the first 10 minutes of this movie, I'm, I'm actually laughing out loud. It's really happening because it's so stupid. There's um, no part of this film that is enjoyable to anybody that has any taste. Uh, whoever would back this movie for $45 million could not have known that they were going to put Vin Diesel in it. Uh, I'm going to give it a three out of 10. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, uh, I'll say it's the kind of movie that you should definitely watch whenever it airs on like cable and you're doing other stuff on your phone. Uh, so there's like 80 movies I would watch above that by doing that. Hey, sometimes all the Marvel films, sometimes you don't want to, you can fuck right on your phone to every Marvel film. Yeah. Well, hopefully our next episode is something better. Uh, Oh, I would, I would prefer it's just as awful. Okay. Can we just only talk about horrible comic, uh, enterprises going forward and how people are really fucking them up because man, that seems to be a common theme. I hope not. Uh, next, our next episode is going to be a double feature. Hopefully we're going to be talking about Snowpiercer on TNT, the TV show starring Jennifer Connelly and David Diggs. And we're talking about star girl on the DC universe slash DW. Uh, have you seen the, the, uh, the previews, the trailers for Snowpiercer? Yeah, I have. I saw one. Trailer. It looks great. It yeah, looks yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It looks like a TNT show, but it, it looks good. Sure, but TNT means drama. Uh, <laughs> uh, TNT also knows drama. From I've been assured that they know it. As always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. <laughs> I like that you don't try to playfully banter with me anymore. No, no. This is like an old married couple podcast now. Alex is just like, I can't believe he's doing this again. Yeah, basically. I'm not going to say my line. I'm going to make you say it for me. Okay. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You did it so unenthusiastically that I feel like I need to step Because I'm no corporate shill. Hey, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, wherever books are sold. Go to your local Barnes & Noble and cough on all the books. And tell them that you like the henchmen of comics. Yeah, completely reasonable. Uh, as always, I'm Alex Ashback. And I still haven't said my name in like 45 episodes. It's good for you. Hench it ain't easy. <laughs>